You are listening to the Consig Fireside Chat Podcast, where the Consig Global Sales Mercenaries get to have a quick moment with the best in the business from around the world. Be sure to check out our website at www.consig.com for more details. If you want to be a guest on the show, please reach out to podcast at consig.com. We hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, everybody, thanks so much for joining the Consig Fireside Chat. Today we have a special guest, Turn Shin Chun, that's the CEO and founder of PR and content marketing technology startup Sync. He's combining traditional PR and content methods with automation technology to create a scalable agency. He's also the co-host of the popular podcast Business Over Drinks and co-founder of travel platform Travel Wanderlust. I was also on Business Over Drinks before, but thanks a lot, TS, right? I can call you TS on this? Yeah, please go ahead, man, of course. Awesome. I, I, I know TS very well, so I'm able to call him by his actual uh, street name. <laughs> I've never met Will in my life. This is the first time we've spoken. Thanks, Will. Uh, anyway. <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. But thanks for joining us. No worries, man. So uh, let's just get started, man. How will you describe your industry? How do you describe it? Uh, my industry is fascinating, man. It, it's it's a very traditional industry that helps businesses get in the news and like basically scale and grow their business through the media and through external platforms. It, the potential of the industry, and I've mentioned this to you many, uh, many times before I mentioned other people, is really fascinating. It's, it's interesting. It's one of the few industries that kind of can change the entire popular opinion in the matter of months, even, even shorter than that, right? But in Southeast Asia and uh, specifically in, in this region, it's very archaic. It's very slow. It's very old. It hasn't really adapted or changed in like the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years. From what I can tell, I mean, the biggest advancement to PR was email. Nothing really else has changed beyond that. Understood, understood. Well, um, so what are some of the key things that you would want to, the world to know about Sync specifically as it relates to that point? We're trying to change everything. So Sync models itself after a startup, basically after a company that's looking to adapt, grow, and change. So a startup is, something, is a company that doesn't actually have a set business model. So while we focus on PR and content primarily, what we do is we try and build our services according to what we see is, is lacking or necessary in the market in order to help our clients grow, right? I mean, um, one of the things that we do that a lot of agencies don't do is we peg our success to the client's success. We, so we don't count you know, how many articles we generate for you as success. We count what is the outcome for you? Are you getting new business? Are you getting investors coming to you? Are you increasing website traffic? Are you down? Are people downloading your mobile app? You know, things like that, things that are tangible, things that you as a business owner understand. So that's why I kind of want people to understand about Sync. We're, we're not your traditional agency that tries to sell you on air. We're try, we try and sell you what you need as a business. Do you think businesses understand that? Do they understand you? For the most part, I don't think they do, but it's not their fault. That's my industry's fault. You can't change, you know, um, generations of of um, people trying to sell you fluff in uh, like three years. That's as long as we've been in business, three years. It takes a lot longer than that. 
what we're doing is we're changing uh, a single mind at a time. Like our clients that come on board uh, tend to refer us to another another client, telling them, "Hey, speak to them." Right? The biggest the biggest compliment I've ever seen is a client that we didn't actually do that well for, and that's something that I always I admitted to them very honestly. We had a real discussion about it, and they felt like we weren't we weren't the right fit, and that was fair. But they recommended us to their uh, business partners because they felt like we could help them because they understood what we were trying to do. It just didn't work for them, but they understood what we were trying to do. So I appreciate people like that. I see that gave me a lot of hope for the industry because people understood that hey, it might not work for you, but that doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong. It just means that you know there's a time and place for everything. Okay. Okay. And how did you guys address the uh, COVID situation globally? We, it was it was tough, man. It was tough. We we took we we didn't have to retrench anybody, which was a big thing for us. But basically, all the money we earmarked for expansion because we were going to launch in a couple of other countries. We were going to go on a bit of a hiring spree. We kind of put all of that into back into the business in order to make sure that we could pay salaries and we could keep on. Uh, at least keep some revenue coming in because it's really important to have cash turnover. And a lot of people, what they did was they, a lot of our clients were slashing budgets. And what we were doing is we were spending more on marketing. So that was really important for us because it kind of helped us keep the momentum going. And even though we weren't making a ton of money, we were still we were still relatively in the black during that entire period. So as a result of that, like, what has changed in PR now since COVID? Like, what, 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 what has actually changed? What's different now? What's different for us or what's different for the industry? Oh, what's different for, let's say, you guys first, and then we'll go kind of into the industry. Sure. Uh, what's different for us is I think we were, we were riding on a high. We were doing very well, and I, we got punched in the mouth really hard. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing. I mean, that swift kick in the butt was a good thing for us. Um, what we did was we stopped taking things for granted. We stopped expecting growth to be there, and we kind of put our future in our own hands a lot more. So what that means is now we're a lot more prepared for economic downturn and changes. So if there's going to be another pandemic, or if there's uh, if there's some other if there's some other reason that there's uh, a shift in the in the paradigm, uh, that when it comes to marketing and PR, we're ready for it because we have multiple other services that we that we launched. We are, a, we are a lot more flexible and we actually have, um, we can pivot very fast from being PR and content to more digital marketing services to more traditional marketing services if necessary. So we, we can pivot across a wider range of services now. Okay. And then how does that pertain to your industry? So not sync specific. Uh, in, in Southeast Asia, the industry, I, from what I understand and from what I could see, they didn't do that well. A lot of a lot of players that I know uh, either have um, scaled back. Some of them, unfortunately, have had to close shop, especially the small agencies. I know some of the big agencies uh, had to go through serious retrenchment. Um, I, I I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna push push this back to the uh, my previous response that points that the age, that the industry is quite archaic. We're very slow moving. Nobody was they weren't able to adjust to this, even though I mean, you you can pivot very quickly if you're very agile. PR agencies, uh, as as they're constructed, most traditional PR agencies as they're constructed, are very um, infrastructure heavy and very slow. So uh, they couldn't they couldn't adapt to the changes, and I think a lot of them are now uh, still facing the or reeling from the consequences of the pandemic uh, from last year. 
I see. I see. So do you, do you find that to be um, that you use kind of an innovative mind in order to kind of go above and beyond your maybe not competitors but people in your industry? I think I think we, we, we were innovative. I think we were agile. I, I versus innovative, I would say we were more agile. We just basically said, if this is not working, let's try something else. And we were able to do that. Yeah, what I, I can't claim I can't claim credit for this. We basically just copied how startups work. Startups are all about if you see an opportunity, do a quick assessment and then jump into the opportunity it makes sense. And we do we have that exact same mindset when it comes to PR and when it comes to our industry. We see tons of opportunity that people aren't latching on to. So we just go in there and we take as much as we, take as, much as we can and see whether we can actually make get a, a real business out of it. Okay. So if you were looking to speak to people that are wanting to advance in your industry, what would be some of the mm-hmm. things that you would you know, tell them to watch out for? What, 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 what advice would you give them? So many, man, there's so many things they should watch out for, man. Uh, first of all, don't get into this industry. It's a, it's a terrible industry that doesn't treat you well. But if you're still keen on getting into the industry, I would say maybe try to try to get your head out of the fact that you need to go to the, a large agency and learn there. Think about what you really want to do, what you really want to achieve, and then look for agencies that are doing things differently, that are innovating. Agencies that just don't repeat the same old spiel. So you go to one agency, they say one thing, go to another agency, they say the exact same thing. These guys are reading off a script. They're, there's nothing new. There's, they're never going to change. And they're the ones facing the problems now. The second thing I tell them is um, think like a business owner where you can. Because I think everyone in my industry kind of gets a little bit narrow focus. They're like, I'm going to think about PR and only from a PR perspective. When you need to be a consultant, you need to understand what the problem is so that you can have a solution that is driven by PR or by content or by what marketing, by whatever it is. If you can't think like a business owner, you can't understand what the problem is. Then you're just following. You're not really leading. You're not really consulting. You're being a, you're, you're basically being a, a warm body that fills a seat and follows instructions one by one. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So let's... Let's shift gears, okay? How do you spend your downtime? What does TS do in his downtime outside of sync? Man, I sleep a lot. Um, I sleep. I try. I try and spend some time uh, with family, with loved ones. I, I'm trying to keep fit a lot more, and I'm trying to stop uh, drinking as much. Well, you um, haven't seen but... me on the basketball court, that's for sure. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Um, once uh, once the restrictions get lifted, that's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, man. So how do you maintain a work life balance then? Uh, you gotta carve out pockets of time, man. You got you gotta say that even if the world's short of the world burning down, this is my time. So uh, when the gyms are open, gym time is my time. So one and a half hours, four times a week, four to five times a week, is my time. I'm working at midnight sometimes, but at whatever time I go to the gym for one and a half hours, I'm just focusing on gym. I'm at most taking an internal business call, that uh, internal meeting with my team, while on the treadmill or doing something else. But otherwise, in the, other than that, it's my time. The other one is uh, really carving out time for people that matter to you. Um, I'm, if you if you value them enough, then you'd find time. I mean, at weekends. I work a little bit. I used to work basically a full, I used to work seven days a week for two and a half years. For the last half, 
half a year and a bit, I've been thinking, I've been saying that's actually not sustainable and um, it's it's impacting relationships, impacting families, impacting people I know. So I've been I've been kind of like stepping away from that. Understandable. I can definitely relate. So, all right, one last thing to say to the world. It's your floor. Say whatever you want. Yeah, man. I, I think I made a joke about um, saying stuff about Con6. So I'm not going to because I think, uh, <laughs> I think, it, I think Con6 is a great company. Bring it, <laughs> bring it marketer. <laughs> <laughs> Con6 is a great company. People should work with it. But I think if I had one last thing to say, I would say that businesses need to consider um, marketing as a resource that's a proactive and uh, effective tool in order to in order to either supplement or uh, be a partner to sales and growth rather than you know PR and content being kind of that uh, you know you have to have it is a necessary evil if you look at it that way it's never going to help you it's never going to work I think if you can work with someone it doesn't have to be us I mean I would love it to be us it doesn't have to be us who understands how your business works, understands what you're saying in terms of if you were if if you want there to be success, you need to align whatever you do to business success, not to measurements like number of articles or PR value or something like that. Then you should definitely do it. That's how you, that's how you know that hey, I understand that the value that they're creating is this amount of dollars, and then as a business owner, you can understand that. That's the only thing I'd say. Very sage words from TS. Well, TS, thanks so much for joining us. And how do people reach out to you? What's your URL? How, what, what's, what's the best way to reach you? I'll just go to our website, uh, syncpr.co. So S-Y-N-C-P-R.co. And then you can just contact us there. Someone will be in touch, most likely me. Because all these emails always get forwarded to me in very short time. So I'll definitely be reaching out to you guys. The life of an entrepreneur. Well, thanks so much for joining the Concept Fireside Chat, TS. And uh, looking to see you on the basketball court soon. Thanks, Will. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this Concept Fireside Chat podcast episode. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of any future chats. You can also check out our website at www.consig.com for more details. Consig, the world's first and only sales mercenary organization.